on the occasion of the birthday of her grandson, Master Edward Darcy. "'My dear Mrs. Bennet,' said Mrs. Long, who had come to Meryton Lodge to visit her friend of many years standing, "'this is not an inconvenient time, I hope, for I recalled even as I set out that today is a holiday indeed, a feast day, one might say.' The fruit of the marriage of your daughter Elizabeth to Mr. Darcy must not go ignored on so propitious a date, even if there has been a slow and uncertain ripening. No differences within the family must impede a young man's expectation of pure pleasure and tokens of affection proffered and gratefully received. Mrs. Bennet professed to be unaware of Mrs. Long's meaning. It is midsummer, my dear Mrs. Long. The heat has been a little much for you, I fear. Meryton Lodge is not a great distance to come on foot, and the trees dear Mr. Darcy planted for the comfort and convenience of their shade are of seventeen years' growth. But you've caught the heat a little, I fear, Mrs. Long. And Mrs. Bennet rang for cool lemonade, which was quickly brought. Mrs. Long, however, continued to protest that she was unaffected by the summer weather, and that she would hope for it to grow even hotter, if it wished. "'My friends and acquaintance,' Mrs. Long resumed, when she had taken a sip of the drink, "'have become extremely numerous. "'True there are some,' and here she glanced at Mrs. Bennet, "'who have departed this earth, their lifespan achieved. "'You have many years ahead of you, Mrs. Long,' said Mrs. Bennet, "'who could not imagine where this conversation was leading.' but for every friend of my youth I must now add two further generations, continued Mrs. Long, and for this reason I keep always by me a book of days. I hope I can recommend you to do the same, Mrs. Bennet. I have my own agenda, said Mrs. Bennet, and in it I record my appointments. I would not be surprised to hear you did the same, Mrs. Long. I have no difficulty in recalling appointments, said Mrs. Long, but I cannot be expected to recall each birthday, each beginning and ending of a school term, and each sacred anniversary of the demise of a dear friend. At this Mrs. Long wiped her eyes, while looking intently at Mrs. Bennet as she did so. A silence now fell in the room, Mrs. Bennet's bowed head giving indication of tender thoughts for those once loved and now irremediably lost. It is certain that Mr. Bennet was interred at Meryton Church eighteen years past, on Michaelmas Day, said Mrs. Bennet, as she went into this train of thought with greater interest. And dear Mary... Why, it was six years in April that she died of her consumption and left poor Mr. Roper an inconsolable widower. Very true, I'm sure, said Mrs. Long, but you dwell on the sad losses you have suffered, Mrs. Bennet, and not on the happy celebrations of the present day, this very day indeed. Mrs. Bennet went over to the window at this, and remarked she could think of no better way to celebrate a summer's day than to go out and look at the roses, which she proposed to Mrs. Long she should do immediately. "'If you had a calendar as well marked as I,' said Mrs. Long, who could no longer be detained from her purpose, "'you would see today as the birthday 
the sixteenth birthday, no less, of your grandson, Mrs. Bennet, your own grandson. I must confess I came here today partly in the hope of finding Master Darcy a guest at Meriton Lodge, with his dear mother Elizabeth and her devoted spouse, Mr. Fitzwilliam Darcy. Mr. and Mrs. Darcy do come down from Derbyshire at this time of year. You've often told me of it, Mrs. Bennet, when they travel to their Welsh estates or to the continent. You've remarked on frequent occasions that the detour is well worth the making, if the reward is a visit to the grandmother of the heir to Pemberley. Mrs. Bennet replied that Edward was at school, and in any case her daughter and son-in-law were not accustomed to leave Pemberley until August at the earliest. Edward cannot be at school, said Mrs. Long triumphantly. It is the Eton Eight.